everybody, this is Mr. Bojangles. How you doing? I'm doing well, thanks for asking. I am currently at Shawnee Mission Park Disc Golf Course. Um, it has rained, it seems like, for 40 days and 40 nights. And this is the first time I've gotten out in 13 days. I guess it hasn't rained that much, but um, it has rained like the whole last week. So um, it's been difficult to get out. I actually took a half day off, but still didn't get out yesterday. Um, and it was actually sprinkling on my way over here, but I went ahead and just persevered because I needed to get out of the house for a little bit because I was going a little stir crazy, a little cabin fever, if you will. Um, so I've made my way up to hole number three. Uh, I've parred the first two holes. I did notice that there seems to be a new tee pad on hole number one, so that's intriguing. So I don't know if that means we're going to start having, um some new tee pads all over the place or if they're just going to put them in select locations but i haven't seen anything on um hole three or hole two that looks new so i do know that hole three has a new pin position um which is extra long i'm going to see if disc or u disc i'm going to see if they made it a par four yet or if they're still insisting on it as a par three it's pretty difficult shot it i i would like to see the person who can make it um, in three to that position um, because you're playing basically a tunnel shot out of the woods then there's some woods on your right so you really have to hit a very narrow gap and get probably 350 um, to have an upshot to the pin which is probably still another oh, 180 feet or something like that so it's, it's kind of long so I wouldn't be surprised if they call it a par four at some time um there is potentially another way to go where you can go over these trees but um still i don't know if they're going to get the chainsaws out at some point um and provide a path or or what they're going to do in that um not really crazy about the pin position myself um i do get some a few extra steps which is good um yeah anyway so i'm at shawnee mission park i'll probably not be reporting on each hole but I'll let you know anything that I find interesting as I think about it. So I hope you're doing well. Um, here we go, hole number three. All right, so I've made it up my, up my way up to hole number five. Um, I've had two double bogeys in a row, or at least I've had two fives in a row. I would be hard-pressed to say that hole number three is truly a um, par three. I'd like to see somebody get uh, a par on that um i'm thinking that it'd probably have to be some of those guys on the a tier but you know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm really bad but um so i guess my frustration led me to hole number four where um i actually didn't even try to do anything special on the drive but i had some mud on my shoes because as i mentioned it's rained quite a bit i didn't realize it i was more worried about um my disc which I was trying to dry off and not thinking as, not much, as much about my feet. And I slept on the tee pad um, and ended up having a really bad drive. And then I actually had a chance to get just a bogey and then I missed my putt for some dumb reason. So um, apparently I must have set something on my... Um, my disc golf bag because my one of my putters is completely jacked up and warped 
I don't know if I did that or if the kids did that or what. It's usually, it's not the one that I use the most, but man, it is jacked up. So I don't know if I'm just going to throw this away or what. It's, it's got some funkiness to it. I don't know how it'll fly. Um, maybe it'll straighten out. Um, I probably won't actually throw it away because you never know. But I'm up to hole number five at Shawnee Mission Park. And I do have a bone to pick with Shawnee Mission Park. Um, and maybe all disc golf courses that do this, because uh, there's quite a few around in town, they apparently have set up a new pin position. Um, you know, that's fine, but it just drives me crazy um, that there's nothing on the signage. It's, I don't know necessarily if disc is up to date. It might be up to date. Um, it's uh, very far to the right. It looks like it's probably about between 290 and 310 or something like that um i'm not even completely positive that's the hole but i can't think of any rational reason why there would that would be a hole for something else so i'm going to assume that's it i'm going to throw it at that target um there are some trees straight between you and the um or the tee pad and the basket so it does favor a backhanded throw or, I mean, a forehand throw for a right-handed player or a left-handed player. Um, on hole number three, I tried to do a forehand and um, it let me down, maybe cost me a stroke. So um, I think I'm gonna go more along the lines of just trying to maybe get it out there about 250 or something like that, and then try to attack the pin just to try and get a par because it's been a while since I got a par, it's been two holes. So um, I'm not going to try to get too crazy. Hopefully my feet don't get too mucked up. All right. So yeah, here we go. It's, it hasn't started raining on me again. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. So I'm showing a little bit of gratitude. Not much, but a little bit. Anyway, here we go. All right. So after getting those two double bogeys, um, I ended up getting two pars. So back on the par train. Woo woo. Um, yeah, let's see. I did note on hole four that there wasn't just one new hole position. There's two new hole positions, which is, it's fine. Um, they're both going to be a lot harder than the previous pin positions. I think there used to be, I think there was three. There's probably two on the map and then one that got added later. And then now there's two new ones. Um, it's fine, whatever. And then uh, hole number five. What did I do on hole number five? Um, yeah, basically got that new pin position. I think there's a new one for that one too. Um, and then on hole number six, there was a, a new one that's a little bit further along. So hole number five used to be actually the shortest throw, I think, at Shawnee Mission Park. And now it's turning into something fairly longer. Hole number six was playing onto the left position. Um, I had a good... Um, birdie look if I would have had it at the shorter position, but I didn't, um, ended up getting it up and down for par. Um, I did, I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous segment, but I, man, I really boogered up my, um, dynamic disc. I guess I did mention that. Um, I think that I might've set an amp on it or maybe a guitar case on it. I think when I put my P bass on top of my bag for some dumb reason, um, after practice the other night. So, um, yeah, if you're interested, the uh, apologies have played three shows getting ready for number four and five um things are going good we're getting a little bit better getting a little tighter um not much to say about that if you're in kansas city and you 
happen to be friends with some of our friends. You might see us play in their garage. So that's good times. <sighs> what else is going on? Oh, uh, my, my, the, l- the latest thing I've been doing is also updating myself on my COVID, what's going on in COVID. Um, so right now, um, there is about 28,000 new cases per day in the United States. And uh, we're averaging around 580 deaths. So on that cheery note, I'm up to hole number seven. Hole number seven is in its standard position, which is, I believe, about 359 or so, 360, something like that. Um, I'm doing what you should never do, which is I'm getting out a disc that is sometimes good for me and sometimes bad, but I feel like I'm warmed up. It's called a mantra. It's made by Thought Space Athletics. Um, it's a mercurial disc for me. Sometimes it'll do just great things if I can keep the profile flat. Um, and then if I don't, it does really bad things. So let's hope I can keep some good form and, um, get this one out there a little ways. Cause it does fly a little further than my TL3. It's just, I have to have good form or else nothing happens, which of course that's probably true for every disc to a certain degree. My TL3 is a lot more forgiving than, than this disc. That's for sure. But this one goes further, and I'd like to try and get this somewhere where I could get a birdie look. So that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. So here we go. All right. So I may have learned a few things uh, on the last two holes. Uh, I've been throwing my mantra on both uh, the first two drives on hole number seven and hole number eight. What I kind of learned is I really put a lot of power behind it on hole number seven, and it broke over to the right, um, and then never came back. And so I went kind of more of a 100% throw on that. Maybe not my hardest throw, but pretty close. Um, and didn't really get a... I got the distance I wanted, but not the accuracy. So on hole number eight, uh, I went ahead and probably ramped it down to about 70 80%. And it really, really helped. Um, so maybe if I can continue that. I'm not, I'm not going to get away from the mantra being kind of a mercurial... I'm going to use that word several times in this podcast. Mercurial um, disc for myself. Um, maybe I'm starting to learn some of the tricks. Maybe I can start training the mantra. Um, at any rate, I'm up to hole number nine. Hole number nine's playing in like, uh, I think, the second longest position. It looks like it's about 460 or so. Uh, par three. Um, basically, you're on top of a hill. Um, there's some. Um, I don't know what it's those evergreen type trees with the needles and the ac- and not the acorns, the um, pine pine trees, I guess. Uh, they're in the way, so need to go around them. So it's going to take a decent drive to set myself up for a second shot, so I can get a par. Not very much of a chance for Mr. Paul Jangles to get a birdie. I can tell you that. I'm delighted to tell you that I haven't got hardly any rain on me. My feet are pretty wet because of the all the moisture that's been on the grass. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty good. Been pretty good. So anyway, uh, hole number nine, here we go. All right. So I'm up to hole number 11. Hole number nine, I bogeyed. Um, I'm not really all that mad about it. Um, I didn't have the greatest drive in the world, but I did, uh, break out my fortress, which I don't play my, I don't use my fortress very much because... It tends to have a, a hyzer action because I can't throw it very well. Um, but it was really good to get around a tree. So it, it um, 
did some good things for me. So thank you very much, Fortress. Uh, I still miss the putt, um, but I put myself in an opportunity to make par on that one. So that was nice. Um, and then on hole number 10, which is a severe dog leg right, it's not very long, but uh, it's a very difficult shot for a backhanded player like myself. Um, but so I almost, I thought about doing the forehand, but then I was like, you know what? My Anheuser uh, with my buzz has been treating me pretty well. It's been keeping a pretty clean line. So I threw it and probably my best shot of the day. I had um, a decent look, a decent look at birdie. It's probably about two steps, maybe a step and a half out of my comfort zone where I feel like I can hit it no matter what. And I hit the chains, it rattled around the cage and splashed out. So anyway, I'm not even really that mad about missing the putt because I feel like if I can get some more confidence with that Anheuser with the um, with the buzz that maybe it gives me another ba- another throw in my bag of tricks. Um, I have very limited um, tricks. So hole number 11 is playing in a fairly long position. I would say it is probably close to... Maybe it's just 391. It's hard to say. It looks a long ways. There's a wind at my back. I'm going to go ahead and play the mantra, even though it let me down a little bit on my last throw. I think I let a little bit too much off the gas. So I'm going to try and get a little bit more um, and see if I can't get it out there a little bit further. So here we go. Hole number 11. This is like the, I think the furthest, what direction am I looking? The furthest western hole, I believe. Well, maybe hole number 12 is a little further west now that it's so far away. At any rate, uh, that's neither here nor there, especially if you haven't ever played this course. Um, I'm not really painting a very good picture. Uh, From where I'm standing, you can see uh, the lake, Shawnee Mission Lake. Um, It's a fine lake. It's nice. Uh, It's got a beach. I've never been there, though. Anyway, this is Mr. Jangles. I'm at hole number 11. Here we go. All right, so I just finished up hole number 12. Hole number 11, I was able to get a par. Um, uh, the mantra did me a really solid and, and got me out there quite a bit where it was, um, it wasn't a makeable birdie, but um, it was an easy up and down. Uh, I think it was probably about 100 feet away or something like that uh, from the basket, so that was good. Then I tried the mantra on a downhill and it was pretty long shot. I think it's 450, 460 or something like that. Um, I overcooked it, so it bent off to the right. And then I got out my trusty TL3 and just unloaded with that. And it also pushed off to the right. So I think the wind might have pushed it just a little bit because it certainly wasn't the thrower's problem. Um, but it was headed right for this uh, big bushy tree mass something or other. Um, it looks like it's about, I don't know, 50 feet um, in, uh, or 25 feet in radius maybe, and it's just all bushy, and there looks like some sort of honey locust or something in the middle. Not the thing you want to land your disc in, but that mine slipped right on the other side of it, so I wasn't sure if it kind of hyzered into there or what. As I approached it, I looked down, and I was like... <sighs> you know what? That looks a lot like poison ivy. That looks a lot like poison ivy. And I just sat there and went, how much do I really love the TL3? I'm not quite sure 
if I'm going to venture into that bushy, ivy mess, and then I found it on the other side where it was just in the opening. I didn't have to go worry about getting my hands all ivied up, and I had a look at par. Um, now, if I was playing in a tournament, I probably would have been OB, um, but it's not a tournament. You can't call it a tournament if there ain't a tournament. So, um, anyway, I got a bogey. Uh, so I'm up to hole number 13. I hadn't mentioned this before, um, but man, I've been seeing a ton of mushrooms. And that obviously goes with all the rain. Um, I don't know mushrooms at all. They're definitely not morels, and they're not that other kind. Um, shikate, I think they're called. Um, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't pick any. Uh, it's too bad Trees Bay didn't come with me, but I didn't call him or didn't text him because I was like, it's raining as I was driving out. And I was like, that's, that's a little bit of pressure to put on somebody to be like, you know what, do you want to come out and just uh, walk in the rain with me? Because I want to play disc golf. So I just decided to go out on my own. Um, I kind of wish I would have texted him, but I doubt that him or um, Blu-ray would have come anyway. Um, but it has been a nice day. I have seen so far six other disc golfers on the course, which is not very many for this park. There's usually probably, I don't know, 50 this time of the day on a Saturday. Um, so the rain did keep all the discers away. Uh, they also need to mow out here, which uh, it's not surprising because it's been very, very wet, as I've mentioned numerous times. Uh, my wife, Sweet Lady Jingles, uh, and I were betting the other day about how much it rained. Um, we were both thought it was probably about 11 or 12 inches in the last week. Turned out it was only 6 or 7 or something like that. But 6 or 7 inches of rain still quite a bit. So don't rain on our parade. And besides, we think it's still more than that because I think that was done at the airport. And we're considerably south of the airport. So what do those weathermen know? You know what I mean? Um, I'm up to hole number 13. Hole number 13 is playing in this long position. It says it's 424 feet uphill, which I think is bogus, but whatevs. You don't care, do you? You don't really care about my scores. I hear you. I hear you. I don't really either. Anyway, uh, here I go. I'm going to try and get another par. Par. Here we go. All right, so I just keep matriculating down the course. It uh, looks like the uh, there's a fivesome, fivesome, a fivesome um, uh, that is playing behind me. There, look like they're on hole number eleven right now. I'm up to hole number fifteen. Uh, hole number thirteen. I went ahead and just bogeyed it. I uh, just went ahead and got my TL three out, and then just got no distance on my drive because it was uphill. Um, and then my second shot. Okay, it would have been an okay second shot if I would have had a decent drive, but I didn't. Um, I did have a look at par, but it was probably, I don't know, 45 feet or something like that. Um, so not my usual comfort zone, and I put it right underneath the basket. Not in the basket. So anyway, I got a uh, bogey for that. And then I went ahead and parred hole number 14, um, which is actually one of my better holes on this course. Looks like I've only bogeyed it like once. So um, that got that going for me, <laughs> which is nice. Um, so hole number 15 appears to have, I'm not sure if it's a new basket location um, or if they just kind of put a little, um, some rocks around the old 
position. It's, it looks like a very proud of itself basket. It looks like it's very happy to be where it is. It's on top of the hill. I guess it's around 305, something like that. So um, a birdieable hole for somebody with a better arm than me, but uh, I, I should be able to get a par on this. That's, that's for sure. Um, I have birdied this hole, but I think in the other position where it's substantially less distance with 252. So, um, there's quite an elevation change. I'd say it's probably a gain of, I don't know, 15 feet, something like that. Anyway, I'm going to attack it like I always do. That doesn't mean I'll conquer it. So wish me the luck, the luck that I need. Thank you. All right, so I double jinxed myself. I thought that on hole 15 is going to be a very doable par 3. Lo and behold, I miss a putt that I should make, but I didn't. So, uh, anyway, uh, didn't make it, and so I got a bogey. Then on number hole number 16, I had a good drive, and then I had a really, really poor effort on my second shot. Yeah, still had to look at bar, but um, alas, alas, my second shot seems to be letting me down. I'm up to hole number 17. Hole number 17 is an uphill shot. Uh, it favors a left-handed thrower or a backhanded thrower um, as it bends kind of a little bit to the right. Um, it looks like this is the second longest position, so it should be around 317. Um, I'm going to bust out my buzz. After I was bragging about it so much, I'm going to try my Anheuser uphill I have birdied this hole, but they're only in the short position, so I don't know if I can necessarily get to the long position, but uh, you never know. You never know. That's why we come out and throw the disc, right? Am I right? I'm all right. All right. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm glad I got out today because I was kind of feeling a little bit um, logy. Sweet Lady Jingles doesn't like it when I use the term logy. I got it from uh, Lisa Simpson. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. I'm feeling a little logy. I almost took a nap. Um, I was kind of on the cusp of taking a, going to sleep, and then I thought, you know what? I need to get out and get some steps in and talk to y'all on a podcast because you guys needed that, all 13 of you. Thank you, by the way, for listening. Anyway, hole number 17. Here we go. All right, so I just finished up holes number 17 and 18. Um, I bogeyed both of them. I really should have made a par on hole number 17 easily. Uh, hit the top of the basket. Um, just, I don't know, it just wasn't concentrating or whatever. I had a really bad drive, and then I had a decent second shot, which was kind of the opposite of what's been going on most of the time. Um, and then, obviously, a really bad putt. And then hole number 18, I tried to get sneaky with hole 18, and whenever I pulled up, you can see hole 18 pretty much as you drive in to park. And I knew it was in the long position. Um, you can't see really either hole from the tee pad as you're throwing hole number 18. But if it's the short position, you got a definite birdie try as long as you can just kind of hyzer it in. Um, but in order to get to the long position, which I think is 382, and you got to go around a lot of trees, you got to get a little bit of distance. And so um, I tried to get that... Um, fortress because it obviously did what I does what it I needed it to do um, but it did it too early and so I ended up in the trees and I pretty much had to just kind of pitch out of the trees for my second shot um, I almost fell on my rumpus um, 
because it is so slick out there. There's the water, the ground is so saturated. Um, my feet are soaked. Um, at any rate, uh, I had like a 150 foot look at par and I got it up and down. That's fine. Took the bogey, walked away, um, was pretty much five over on the front nine and then six over on the back nine bogeyed the last four holes, which I was a little disappointed in myself, but that's, that's okay. Uh, I looked it up and that was the second worst outing I've ever had at Shawnee Mission Park, at least that's on new disc. Uh, the best I've ever done is I played even par back in October. Um, I think obviously a lot of that has to do with the pin positions. Um, they were probably in shorter positions at that time. And, um, cause I didn't really feel like I played demonstratively 11 strokes worse stroke, um, than I did back then. So I had some moments, um, I wish I could have gotten that putt back on hole number, whatever it is, 10, I think. Um, I wish I could have made that birdie putt. But anyway, I was just kind of thinking it as I was walking down here. I'd rather get an 11 over par at Shawnee Mission Park and play around than sit at home and wish it was sunny, you know? So um, so I got that going for me, which is nice. I did that twice today. Wow, man. Must be having some kind of weird channeling Bill Murray experience. Um, I know it didn't sound a lot like that, but it was a Caddyshack reference. Come on, people, catch up. Um, so I'm really proud of Perfect Putter. Uh, she hasn't been on the podcast or, had, or even played disc golf with me in a long time, but she did get her shot today, her number one first shot. Uh, Perfect Putter is 13 years old, so she meets the threshold of the 12 and up. Um, disc Shark, she has not gotten up there. She is just now 10 years old. So we'll have to wait a few, a little bit more. So pro, perfect putter. And three weeks, we'll get her second shot. And then two weeks after that, so in five weeks, she should be fully vaxxed. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are over the age of 12 years old, um, good for you. Um, go get yourself vaccinated if you haven't already. If you have, obviously, I want to thank you. I think that demonstratively, it has been proven that vaccinations are effective. Um, the numbers have gone down quite a bit, and it's just, they seem to be very effective against most of the variants. I don't know if it's the same percentage for the British one versus the Indian one versus the um, California one versus I don't know how many different var- varieties there are, but by and large, they seem to be very effective. Um, I did go to Costco today, and I was a little, little worried about how many people didn't have the masks on because the folks that didn't have the mask looked like the po- folks that wouldn't get vaccinated. So um, I've been vaccinated for about 30 days. I think it's been exactly 30 days since I was fully vaccinated, two weeks post uh, my second shot. So, um, but I still wore a mask because um, even though I'm vaccinated, uh, it's still there's a chance for a breakthrough and it's not that big a deal. Um, you know, once we get the numbers down low enough, then sure, I'll take my mask off. I'm not worried about that. But still, 30,000 people a day getting diagnosed. Um, that's quite a few. I'm going to get off of my soapbox. I'm sorry. Um, if you don't believe in any of the things that I say, then I'm, hopefully you've already stopped the podcast by now. But at any rate, uh, this is Mr. Paul Jangles. I hope that you get out there. I hope it's not as wet where you are as it is where I am. Um, starting to feel a lot like Seattle around here, even though I've never been to Seattle, but I've read books and I watched Frasier a lot. So 
Anyway, bang some chains, get out there. See ya. Peace out. Oh, thank you.